your ass better call somebody and tell them to listen to Hardly Kayfabe with your hosts, me, Brandon Fuller, <laughs> and Chris Chavez, yo yo, and Johnny Townsend. Oi oi. Oi oi. <laughs> oi oi. I took yo yo and flipped it yo. Isn't that called the around the world? I don't know anything about stuff. Or walk the dog. That sounds like uh, sex positions. This is all from, the only thing I know about yo-yo tricks is from Ninja Turtles 2 and what Michelangelo did. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And that's those two things you just mentioned around the world where he knocked out some foot soldiers with the yo-yo. Oh, that's right. Walk the dog. And he walked the dog. He does something oh, yeah, else, yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. Baby uh, in the Cradle or something? Cat's Cradle? Yeah. Or, I don't know. He, no. He's very talented. He used uh, wieners as nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that part. Yep. Already. Hardly and it's related to related to wrestling because Kevin Nash is in it. There you go. Bring it around. There you go. Right back to wrestling. Booyah. Hardly Kayfabe. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We're back for another week. Uh, I feel like you're talking really fast. This Welcome is, back, guys. Welcome to another week. This is going to be different, though. How different is it? We're not doing weekly wrap-up anymore. What? I We were like, you know what? That's too much wrestling to watch. And what are we? A wrestling pot? Oh, wait, we are. <laughs> Uh, yeah. no, but it just feels redundant. How many times can you say, so Roman Reigns came skulking out with a mic, uh, <laughs> and, and shot like the worst promo of all time and had to have somebody come out and save. How many times can we say that? Yeah. In and different plus, ways. There's, there's so many shows that that's all they do. Basically. That are out there. So you can go to those shows if you want to. Yeah. But, uh, we're, we want to just be like three guys who love wrestling and just talk about wrestling and do all kinds of things wrestling related with them. And podcast. we might talk about. What's going on currently? Because I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you guys real quick uh, your thoughts. Would you have liked to have seen a pillow fight match between Nakamura and AJ Styles? I was hoping. Kind of. <laughs> because my thing was, it's a pillow. It starts with pillows, right? But then I, you could see right away Nakamura taking the pillow out and filling the pillow case with like a monitor. <laughs> And smashing AJ, you know what I'm saying? Like TV filled pillowcase, stuff Jeez. like that, like crazy nonsense. You could see that go down. Uh, yeah, but put a put a bunch of billiard balls in there and hit them in the nuts. <laughs> I want these. I want these pillows to be filled with all kinds of feathers, though. So whenever they hit somebody, there's just like explosion of feathers go everywhere. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff we'll bring up. You know, like stuff. I want them to giggle. I want these guys to giggle when they're doing it. Or or tickle, tickle them with one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that'll be things we bring up. Stuff like that. We're not going to break down every episode and, and you know match for match or storyline for storyline. If there's some that came up that we that you know mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up or you wanted to bring up or Johnny wanted to bring up, I mean we're gonna we'll, we'll do that. Other than that, right. we're just going to talk about wrestling. We'll do lists. We'll do brackets. We'll do sketches. Huh? Yeah. Maybe yeah, we'll wrestle live. Maybe we'll get <laughs> we'll, we can get some actual personalities on the show. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, we do have somebody that you guys know on the line. Uh, welcome to Hardly Kayfabe, uh, Mr. McMahon. I hate this show. You're all fired. I didn't know. I we didn't expect this. Yeah. I didn't either. This is all news. To I didn't me. realize he was going to hang up that fast. That was nonsense. That uh, was nonsense. <clears throat> it's almost as if we made that up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the new Hardly Kayfabe. <laughs> I want to know where yeah, my right. paycheck is. We went new despite only being, what, four episodes in? <laughs> Two, I think. This is three. 
This is I can't count. Else. This is a I don't uh, do math in wrestling terms. It's a, a repackage. <laughs> there we go. There you go. There we go. New gig. So uh, that's right. Change our we're now the re- <laughs> we're turning we're now heel. Rikishi. Yeah, we're Rikishi now. That's who we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking turning hill. This heel. This was something I wanted to bring up because uh, I'm not caught up on on SmackDown yet. I was just watching two weeks ago SmackDown, and it was when Nakamura was going to announce the you know the Money in the Bank. Uh, stipulation match with AJ Styles and he ends up they end up just going like fighting and going out into the ring and he does the countdown you know trying to count him out basically and it's yeah. like oh this is he's so good the way he does this right <laughs> playing this character uh aside from this though what in recent history in recent memory for you guys what's the best he- heel turn in recent memories since uh, before Nakamura, because for me, I feel like Nakamura is the best one right now. In, yeah, in it, most recent, like I, I agree. I haven't seen anybody really make an impactful heel turn in in quite a while. At least not somebody as high caliber, right? And, yeah. and so well done too, because he's he's way better in this role than he was as the as the face. Now, am I missing it, or am I just romanticizing the uh, Shawn Michaels turning on the Rockers thing? Because to me, that that was for, has always been impactful. Oh yeah. So yeah. I can't think of anything sent from there to Nakamura that was that like the, whoa. The only one I would throw in there, and it's because this one, even if you don't like the guy, uh, this one is so huge it literally changed wrestling and made it way more popular. Was when Hulk Hogan turned. Oh, when yeah. when bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, he went in NWO. That is true. I mean, that, that was that honestly was, a huge deal. It was a humongous deal. That was. I mean, that was a major thing. So because yeah. it was always about the kids, the the prayers, the vitamins, and doing the <laughs> yeah. right thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Then he came in and he dropped that leg on a good guy. So there. Yeah. So so since Hulk, it's I guess Nakamura is the most the most memorable. Like because there 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 have been times where like somebody's turned on their teammate that are, like when Kevin Owens busted up uh, Y2J's friendship festival. That's yeah. I remember that because it was done so well. But Kevin Owens wasn't really changing character he was just kind of you know turning on his friend which is something he always yeah. kind of did jericho was actually the one turning face so I, right yeah. yeah um but, but yeah but I the nakamura one man I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna give you one the, actually yeah the love he had that he had from the universe the when he when he did that to aj yeah. and turned that was legit one of those moments that's a historical i think yeah my mouth my mouth dropped on that one and also <laughs> In, in NXT, when Chiampa turned on yeah. Garg- Gargano, was a big one, too. I was just so. going to say, yeah, I, I think me and Johnny just thought of that right now. Because <laughs> yeah. that was a, a huge <laughs> one that, to this day, is still, to me, the hottest uh, feud in years, by far. Yeah. And that feud is being done It's right. only getting better. How, yeah. And they're even how. doing the feud on, on Twitter. They're still oh. feuding on Twitter, even. <laughs> I love when the wrestlers stay kayfabe on Twitter, dude. Yeah, I do too. I, I freaking <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. Did you see uh, Liv Morgan tweeted something the other day, uh, and Tyler Bate responded and say you said you suck. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> just, just you suck. suck. You suck. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's so good. <laughs> do you guys follow this wrestler? His name is Chuck Taylor. He he doesn't wrestle for the WWE. He's an, he's a fairly big independent guy. No, uh, but he's really funny. He's very, very funny. Chuck Taylor, like the sneaker, sort of, yeah. Okay, but like he's a uh, his gimmick is he's like a Kentucky gentleman, sort of his thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's really funny, especially on Twitter. And 
<laughs> he was responding to one of uh, Jim Cornette's tweets where Jim Cornette said uh, said he hates when uh, like somebody pretends to be a Kentucky wrestler, and he was obviously referring to Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor's response was, "You mean Ricochet?" <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? Oh, okay. Chuck Taylor. He, he's got like a radio killer. I beat tracks up like a gorilla grappler. <laughs> Stop. Is this him? I don't know. He looks like a wrestler. Hope so. uh, is he African American? No. Okay, so that's not the right guy. He's in the he's in a ring, but it's not the right guy. Chris starts messaging him on accident, calling him his, out to a his, fight. His Twitter handle is sexy Chucky T. Okay, so that's him. Okay. Of look course. at that face, dude. Look at his look at his his Twitter picture. <laughs> It looks like he just watched what's his name's legs just snap in half. What was his name? Sid. Yeah, remember that? Oh my god, that's <laughs> and so just horrific. Tw- and he was just tweeting some great stuff. This is one of his tweets. It goes, "When Bret Hart would sit and bounce on the ropes on his ring entrance, how did he not squish his nuts? I can't figure it out." <laughs> I wonder. He said, that "I too. am the Meryl Streep of pro wrestling." <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I started following him now. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's great. And also his wrestling is awesome, too. I, I really like this guy. Check into him. He's got to be uh, a great guy to listen to on the mic. Oh, yeah, he definitely is, yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> like, here's one of his real quick. <laughs> this one just, I saw this one the other day, and I busted out laughing. And it, it's, cause it's so random. This is the actual tweet, and I'm quoting here. Sitting at the gym, thinking about crying. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was it. Put put sad piano music behind that. <laughs> we might have to have a segment where we read Chuck Taylor tweets as part I'm of Hardly you, they're really good. And yeah. I'll add I'll add the background music to it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, righty. Oh, there, so there are, I was going to bring up something to you guys real quick. Yeah. This Twitter thing. I'll keep you interrupt, interrupting, Chris. And I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> uh, I keep looking at Twitter reminding me of this. Uh, I'm I'm friends with these these people on this wrestling Facebook group, right? And they started doing something that was really weird, and I was trying to figure out what it was. And then they had me join in, and it's really fun. Uh, you guys are, you know, you're uh, familiar with the WWE 2K wrestling games, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there apparently there are e federations in which people create characters from there, and they yeah. pretend like it's a whole show with these things. Which honestly to me sounds like a blast, but what? Uh, <laughs> but these characters have some of these characters and these federations have Twitter uh, handles. <laughs> so my friends thought it would be really funny to start pretending to be like uh, versions of like Dave Meltzer. Like one of them is a version of him, but they only cover eFed stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! And it's really really funny to the point where all those people in these eFeds were getting really mad about it. <laughs> He was he was just covering what was happening at their federation. Yeah, yeah he would literally look at everything that's going on because a lot of these places have their own uh, Twitter and their own websites and stuff. So you can find anything you need on these sites. What? <laughs> they would just start making stuff up. Be like, hey, on today's show, we're going to talk about you know what this guy did to this. <laughs> they would just make up all this stuff, and it was so dang funny. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> See, social social media that that's that's the kind of entertainment that you, you can get out of it. Actual like. Because wrestling is all about that. It's all about oh, yeah. just the show yeah. of it. So it's perfect to be able to showcase things like that. Uh, 
But Imagine if actors and actresses, when they took a role, were given a Twitter account as the character, and then they can be the character even when they're not in front of the cameras. Like, imagine yeah. immersing yourself in, into that and becoming that. You know what I mean? I know with wrestling, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the thing with these their personas is that sometimes it's a part of them. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a part of their character or their personality. Uh, so imagine the kind of fun that 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 could be be had. You're right. Like social <laughs> media could be used. Uh, to almost extend the entertainment experience. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And uh, as we were saying earlier, some of the best people that you see, like uh, for example, the New Day, they they're amazing outside of wrestling. Like they do yeah. all sorts of fun stuff, especially Xavier Woods. Up, up, down, down. So I mean, like it translates too. If your character is very outspoken and like crazy on the mic. You you have so much more you can play around with on social media and all that. You can you can actually use your character to reach out to people instead of being like it's it's got to suck when you're a good guy too because yeah. you're just like I love you guys. Are yeah. there any instances? Are there any instances of uh, wrestlers who are phenomenal on mic mm-hmm. but are horrible at like social media presence tweeting? Because we know Luke Harper doesn't speak much on Mike, and if you look at his Twitter, you're not getting much except for the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it kind of works that. for him, though. Yeah, uh. no, perfect, exactly. But but it, you're right because when you look at guys that are, and women who are great on Mike, uh, it it translates to what's happening in in the social media world and yeah. how they carry yeah, it's, that, it's, char- it's, that character yeah. over. It's way more about the personality, which which really helps with those. Let me ask you kind of people they are. Yeah, yeah let me ask, ask you guys something. Yeah, you go ahead and ask us. <laughs> if you had to choose five current wrestlers who are amazing on mic, uh huh, mm-hmm. who would you choose? Uh, I like this question, and it's almost as if we didn't think of this question before recording this. Exactly. Let so me, this uh, is amazing. Let me come up with this off. Off the top of my head. All right. It sounds like you're getting a paper, but that works for me. Uh, okay. Uh, so who goes first? So, yeah, we're going to do top five uh, current people in wrestling on the microphone, in our opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is who we each individually think are the top five. I say we each start going around. We start at five. Like, uh, I can go first on this one, and then one of you, and then another one of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I'll go with my number four and so forth and, and so on. One of you and one of you. And, <laughs> and then, then another one of you. All right, uh, let's do it. All right, my number five. Number five. Top uh, current on the mic. Oh, yeah. I put I put Adam Cole slash Undisputed Era. Ooh. Very yeah, nice. I really, I really like uh, Cole. He reminds me a lot of Miz in this way. In that, no matter he can lose a match, but he can get all his heat right back with his mouth. Yeah, That's he's true, very, yeah. very good at that. And honestly, I think a lot of the people, all the people in the Undisputed Era, are all really good talkers. Uh, and they each bring a little uh, personality to it. And I absolutely love all the little speaking things they do during NXT. So, I, I, can I just say I didn't have Adam Cole on my list because. Hmm. I think Undisputed Era as a whole are great talkers as well. Yeah, that's why I had to include them. That's why I said Splash. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen like Kyle O'Reilly's new thing uh, when he does the interviews, though? 
and he he's he's doing like kind of the old school Chris Jericho thing where he's mispronouncing people's names oh, on purpose. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I love that so much. He's, <laughs> so he's become my favorite member of the group now. He's my favorite too. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching the little things he does. He does little things that you got to really watch him for that are really funny. The playing the guitar with the title alone just yeah. makes him entertaining as hell. Yeah, for and sure. every once in a while he'll oversell one move. He does for yeah. some reason, yeah. and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Very good choice. Alrighty, uh, you want to go? Or you want me to go? No, you go ahead. Uh, my number five is John Cena. You might know you don't have to like him, but he's great on mic. The guy knows how to control the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he knows how to play it. Like the crowd goes crazy. He doesn't ignore them. Whatever they're chanting, he plays into it and go and continues. Like he's, yeah. you know, he's really. It's hard to fluster Cena on mic. That's true. Yeah, even if you, even if you don't like him, you yeah. have to admit that he has a presence. Oh, for sure. And, and he's well aware of that, and he knows how to use it. And I, I can't argue with placing him on your list at all. Yep. He's, uh, he's definitely parlayed his like acting too. So I mean, he's definitely he's always been good on the mic. I mean, that's what put him on the map. It wasn't his wrestling acumen. It was yeah. it was his talking. Uh, and his rapping. Yes, his uh, softcore rapping. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> where, he, where he made the crowd swear for him. Uh, oh, my God. That's, that's right. amazing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's There's a reason he's been on, on top the whole time. Like I said, it's his wrestling skill has gotten better, but his mic skills were already good, and they've only gotten great. Yeah. So. Agreed. And the dude has always a positive message. I mean, that's always good for kids and stuff too, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's he is this generation's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you know, except without the awesome heel turn. Are we going to see him come in with a black beard one day? <laughs> a black goatee, black and yellow. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. he'd be like a. He's going to come in with a pirate. R R. I be John Cena's tag team partner. I'm Blackbeard. R. <laughs> Can you not tell by me fires in me beard? Time to go to work. Can you see him like limping down on his peg leg? Because <laughs> yeah. like I don't, I don't want this to be inappropriate. So his name is African American Beard. Uh, <laughs> Instead of holding up the Never Give Up towel, he holds up the Jolly Roger flag. Oh, I'm liking this. This is great right here. This is <laughs> he, imagine the t-shirts. <laughs> he he goes to do the you can't see me and lifts up his eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I can't see you. And it just reveals another eye patch. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Instead of the five-knuckle shuffle, they can call it the one-eyed willy. Oh. <laughs> or the one the one hook shuffle. That's where instead of licking his finger and sticking it in your ear, he pops his eye out and shoves it in your ear. <laughs> this is getting real weird. <laughs> so All right. you can see what you're listening who's, to. Uh, who's good on mic for you, uh, uh, Brandon? Um, Just thinking about strictly like current guys that I see pretty often, mm-hmm. I had to give five to Elias. Because as much as you, you you can say he's new, I've never seen somebody come in so quickly and command the audience yeah, the way he does. He, does, he gets them to cheer when he wants them. He gets them to boo when he wants them. Yeah, and he can pull that heat fast. He's surprisingly good on his feet, like coming up with random things, like if people are chanting I, or whatever. So yeah. I actually think he's even better on his feet than he is trying to remember his lines. Yeah. He's, uh, I've noticed I've noticed more than once where it seemed like he was starting to stumble a little bit and then the crowd was reacting and then that actually would empower him and he would react to the crowd and he actually would pick it straight up from there and knock yeah. it out of the park. Yeah, exactly. You're right, dude. You can, He can go out there 
and get them to say they want to walk with him, <laughs> the heel, yeah. and then in a second turn and, and shit on their city, and all of a sudden they're yeah. booing him. Like, wait. Oh, I I want I don't want to give away what happened on this this last raw. I think it was this last raw with Elias, but the the promo segment he had in the ring was oh, dude, it doesn't so hurt. It's okay. Good. It's not gonna bother me. Johnny, did you see it? I didn't see it, but it's oh, not gonna bother me. All either. right. Well, he does his usual shtick in the, in the audience uh, in the ring with the spotlight, and he's yeah. you know, but he actually asks. Um, he he's like, I can't perform right now. The the people in this audience are just so disgusting. Can you can you narrow the beam? Like he narrows uh, the spotlight so he can't see the crowd uh, anymore because they're so distractingly ugly. And I'm just like, <laughs> that is so brilliant. That's so yeah. he, he like talks about being able to smell them from here. Like he does such a good like tear them down, and then he still gets them to chant yeah. for all of his stuff. It's, it's amazing. I this next this segment then on Raw, you got to watch it. It's it shows perfectly why I put him on this list. Nice. Yeah, he's he's destined for some good stuff. I think. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. And his ring uh, work's not that bad either. He's got some he pretty keeps good stuff. Better man. too. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he's getting better and better for sure. All right, my number four, number four, number four. <laughs> uh, I had to go with Kevin Owens. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. You and I uh, have I, you and I have number four the same. So let's talk. Oh, oh. All right, let's talk about some KO then. Can we can we acknowledge the fact that we all have Kevin Owens at Ooh. four? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, that. it's consensus. Has it ever happened before? <laughs> Oh nope, my it's the first God, time we've done ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, I've never seen this before. I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Is that a reaction when things happen like that? Good, <laughs> throw up. Good or bad. <laughs> you have Kevin Owens too? I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> it's a good but- vomit. But not only is this guy amazing on the microphone, but he's even um, even more an amazing talker when he's in the ring. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. He'll say little things that are just amazing when he's in the ring too that I just absolutely love. <laughs> and he and he play. I was telling Brandon this the other day. He plays up like, do you remember the kid in in the schoolyard that he was the bully, right? But if he got in trouble, man, wasn't he the biggest crier? Like like he, he's got the <laughs> yeah. big sad face. And every time you see Owens working as hard as he is and talking all that smack in the ring, yeah. and he's got the guy on his back, and it's only a two count, and he sits up, there's this look on his face like he's about to throw a tantrum. It's yeah. the best, dude. He he is one of the best performers right now, I have to say. He is amazing I, on mic. I hate just bringing up stuff you haven't seen, but again, <laughs> Owens like perfectly did his thing this week on Raw. And I, I, I Well, that's why he's on the list. Yeah, I mean, because he, yeah. he does a segment where he's uh, not – not in the ring, just like you said. He's actually doing commentary, and oh, yes. so he's not only like shit talking the whole time, like running down. He's buddying up with Coach, yeah. who nobody likes. Coach, so yeah, it's perfect yeah. for the heel. He's like <laughs> talking about how Coach is the only one who understands him, and then during the commentary, he takes the headset off and starts yelling at the people wrestling and like telling them what to do, and then gets back on the headset. It's so good. Got to see it. Owens at his at his best is just annoying everyone he possibly can yeah 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 and yeah yeah he he's does so it perfectly. good yeah <laughs> all right so we're all so i can go on to number three then right yeah just oh, go yeah. on to three yeah. all right my number three is samoa joe hey get out of here that's my number three too look dude oh. it's written there ko samoa oh, joe I, I have him on mine too but he's not three so. okay okay <laughs> yeah um yeah my honestly my top three were very hard for me in what order i put him in same mm-hmm. uh but samoa joe has that ability to 
Like anything he says, I believe yeah. he means it. Like I don't ever think he's lying when he's saying things. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive considering. I guess technically he's a heel, yeah. but but when he says things, like I never once do I think that he feels he's lying. He legit feels every word out of his mouth he means, and he's going to prove it. Yeah, he's got that. And he makes you. He's one of the few that can make you want to watch that match mm-hmm. just based on the stuff he's saying that he's going to do to that person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He got believable intensity. Yeah, and yeah, every time he gets on the mic. The person he's talking about, you feel like they're in danger now because he yes. he, he pulls himself <laughs> off as like I'm gonna hurt whoever I get in the ring with. So as soon as he starts like he mentions Roman Reigns, you're like, oh cool, Roman's gonna get his ass whooped because yeah. Joe is legit. And I said it before, one of the worst beatdowns I've ever seen Roman Reigns take was <laughs> not having a finger put on him. Was when Samoa Joe confronted him. What was it after mm-hmm. WrestleMania, right? Yeah, and literally or I just think the greatest, greatest run yeah. and just dressed him down. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. it's. I, I don't know how Roman Reigns could stand there and not feel so humiliated. You know what I'm saying? He like it takes did. a lot to deal with that because that was some. Ooh, what work! I think he hijacked Chuck Taylor's. Uh, <laughs> Twitter and wrote down sitting at the gym thinking about crying after (laughs) that. Exactly. (laughs) Sitting sitting in the back thinking about crying because Samoa Joe just smacked the shit out of him, dude. And and like Johnny said, you not only did you believe it, but you felt like he seriously hurt that man's feelings. Yeah. Like he like he went out there because he seriously had disgust for Roman Reigns and he wanted Roman Reigns to know it. It felt like it could have been real. Shoot, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) and uh, geez, I'm a broken record. This week on Raw He he does he does have another promo and it's say we're not a wrap up. I know, but it it's like no, perfectly yeah. lining up. It's weird. Nice. But but Samoa Joe again, he's he comes right out and he does a pitch perfect promo for, oh. for money in the bank. And you're just you believe every word he says and you, you gotta you gotta watch this week's raw and see. you'll see exactly what I mean. Nice. So, uh, so, I had him on, on as number two, by the way. So nice. I'm just gonna jump okay. over Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real quick side note before you do that. This this Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. the Money in Bank match itself, are they just putting in every wrestler that we like in one in one it match? It feels like it, right? I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, cool. They just wait and listen to what we say and based yeah. it yeah. off of that. <laughs> They've obviously so why don't watch any other match? They've obviously <laughs> going to watch it one. Freddie's been listening to Hardly Kayfabe. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah. Uh, so, okay, who do we have for number – oh, who's your number three, Brandon? Uh, my number three was uh, – I, I – didn't know if I'm allowed to put him and my number one on the list, but I did anyways. I still think he counts. Uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. He's not around right now, but he was just he's in active. the Royal Rumble. So. He's active. He's, we didn't say he's that. He's in New Japan. We literally, he's in New yeah, Japan. We didn't say yeah. just WWE. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, on him. But, uh, yeah, that uh, just to point back to an example of how Chris Jericho only keeps getting better. He's he's a Benjamin Button, basically. <laughs> like the the longer he's around, the better he seems to get. Uh, he when he cut that promo at the Rumble about <laughs> Mojo Rawley, yeah, it's one of yeah. my favorite Chris Jericho promos of all time, and yeah. it just happened because he just just shits at Mojo <laughs> Rawley in the funniest way possible. That I bet even Mojo was like that hurt, but I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Mojo Raleigh just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. And he puts him on the list twice. That's I how agree. much he disdained <laughs> disdain for Mojo. Jericho's great. And and he's been he's been great ever since he started. I mean, in WCW he was great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So this yeah, from Ralph I can't argue with that one either. Gene Mean to Gene Mean, Gene mean. to yeah. uh when he did the the smart vocabulary heel oh, gimmick. Oh yeah, yeah. When he yeah, started when he, was, when he talks about the thousand holds he could do, the thousand and one holds, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he brought out the list that was like yeah. six feet long. It's amazing. One the ring. arm bar. Yeah. Two. Reverse arm bar. And then they go to commercial and they come back and he's still reading it. That's the greatest part of that. The Jericho, man, he's just, for how many years? 20 years almost. like, Or probably more than that. He's just, he's never been bad. He's never had a slump. He's He's gone away when he needed to and come back even better. He's, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of wrestlers can learn from that. Sometimes you do have to go away to come back and be appreciated. Yeah, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And change just a little bit. Um, yeah, so that so your number two is Samoa Joe, right, Brandon? Yes. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. Two. So <laughs> two. my number two. two is Paul Heyman. Oh, that's my number one. I thought we were I, I, I thought we were speaking wrestlers. <laughs> no, or, I, else, I said, or else Heyman would have been easily on my list. That's why I said he. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to put Jericho or so number I'll one take, Heyman. On yeah, there. I'll take Cena so. off of there and replace it with Heyman. <laughs> you got and then move it way to mention. the top of the list. I mean, could you imagine? Like, not that Brock Lesnar couldn't, uh, you know, evoke fear with just how he looks and how he's, and, you know, how mm-hmm. much intensity he shows. But could you imagine how? less he would be if he didn't have Heyman speaking for him. I honestly believe Heyman is the only thing that has kept Brock from being just booed out of the arenas. I mean Oh, I I agree. If you think if you think about any of the matches he's had recently, has he done anything super impressive? He's done the basic Brock, I throw no. you around, I punch you, sometimes I actually break your skull open. For me, Brock Lesnar is has for a while now reached gender Mahal, Mahal levels in terms of like, I don't like him Match be the gimmick, and, and I don't like him at all, to be honest with you. like There's nothing about watching you in the ring that makes me want to watch. You come yeah. on, I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. He, he He's the worst person to be holding the championship it really right is now. So nonsense, he's never dude. around. Uh, every time he shows up, they they book him on top of everybody. And what's so, the point in not being around? Like, what's the point? I he just needs to try to, drop to do it. this whole Roman Reigns thing of oh, you gotta love me. I'm here every every night. I w- I just wish they would they would give the belt to someone else. Just have if Brock's gonna do short term things, have him do short term things with people. Not involving the title. Yeah, I know you want to make him legit, but he doesn't need the belt to be like legit. But Everyone does he already want to knows. Be legit? Does he even care? He just wants money. Exactly. He just wants money. He he legit doesn't care. And how like like that's got to be such a slap in the face for hardcore like the guys that mm-hmm. are in there that they've been doing it since they were kids. They've been they started with backyard, then they they figured they their way into amateur, and then they you know they started doing the the you know county fair circuits and made their like the guys who put the time in yeah. to see this nonsense i mean i know that they played into the storyline too but like for real shoot that's got to be quite a slap in the face to a lot of the guys that are busting their asses every night and and it wouldn't be so bad if he was still the kind of wrestler he was 
10 years ago, which was an unstoppable, like, wrestling machine. He could he could mat wrestle, he could high fly, he could yeah. grapple. No, now it's nothing. Now all he does is throw people around, and that's it, and scream, and then let Heyman tell you how awesome he is. Which he, and he also lets his, his face turn colors. He does that <laughs> yeah. very well. But Heyman, like you said, to, to have him there. He's uh, the only thing that makes people excited. They they talk along with him when he comes out. They they cheer because he's brilliant on the microphone. Yeah. And, and when you when you see the name Brock Lesnar, you read it in how Heyman pronounces his name on the mic. Like you don't Yeah. That's how I always see it when I see it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like anytime I see, anytime I'm reading a Batman comic book, I always yeah. read it like when I listen. When I always read it as like bat, like you know, Batman from the animated yeah, series. Yeah. It's the voice that's in my head when I'm reading it. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing with Brock Lesnar's name. Yep. And uh, yeah. So I mean, Heyman isn't a wrestler, but as far as as I'm concerned, he's basically the mouthpiece for Brock. Yeah. Who, I'm sure he could cut a promo if he tried, but he just doesn't want to try. I think that's part of the one of the reasons Heyman's there is not only to make him look good, but because Brock probably doesn't give a shit about no. what he would say and nope. how he says it. He goes out there and he stands and he walks back and gets money. That's all he does. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I, I know we're all, and, and I get why we are because I'm with you guys. But <laughs> also, I can't blame Brock for that. Like, if oh, somebody's yeah. going to pay me that much money to only work a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's I, why I can't blame him for. Yeah, I can't blame the guy for taking it. And I think that's why so many of the fans, you know, are not going to get behind whoever they keep trying to push because they're just tired of these this nonsense. They're just tired of it. Yeah, it's nonsense. But Paul Heyman's great. Paul Heyman. Uh, my <laughs> number Heyman, two. Z. My number two is Sammy Zayn and his grandpa glasses. <laughs> <laughs> because he's good on those Mike, glasses. But those glasses are the greatest thing he's added to yes, his character in a long yes, time. Yes, lately, pulling out whatever it is he needs to read, just so that he can pull out the glasses, is just so good. And he is—he's—he's he's one of the ones on Mike. He's like Elias. Uh, whatever comes up that might flub him up, he can quickly overcome that and like go with mm. it. And, and wherever it takes you, it takes you and bring you back to what the point was supposed to be. Yeah, he's yeah. good, dude. And he'll come out and just create stuff, too. Like, it, obviously, they're trying to push the whole thing with Lashley and all that nonsense. Like, oh, you haven't seen last week. To come Raw. out oh, of nowhere. It, it, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I actually feel really bad for Zane. That's that's cringeworthy stuff he has uh, to do right now. Until last week, I I, I probably... I saw the sisters. I had, I had Zane on my uh, list until the last two weeks, and I was like, man, that was so bad. I, I saw the sisters one. Are you talking about that, or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then this... It's up, not his fault, though. Well, that's the thing. Better. I didn't look at that as, like, uh, his choice kind of a thing. When I saw the sisters come out, I was like, really, WWE? You're going this route now? That's kind of it's old school. That's That's, like, stuff that Johnny's texting us. Because yeah. he's going through the old school raw Bell attitude Venus era levels. shit. That's how. Yeah, it thank feels. you for adding that part. If you just left that, if you just left that, that I'm just texting you that stuff and not explaining why, <laughs> that'd be very bad for me. Uh, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> Johnny, you texted us about cross-dressing people. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, like overall, though, to me, he's always been very good with the mic. Very good at at selling yeah. the selling whatever he's trying to sell at that time, uh, and and the staying in character and killing it. He's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's good at playing off of people too. Yeah. yeah. I he's and I love honorable and I, Yeah, and I love how he puts the glasses on, like where he puts them on his nose. Yeah, that's what I was doing. He's the best. He puts them at the right spot where, like, he can like kind of just tilt his head a little bit and see over the glasses. 
It's something perfect. And then he, he usually reads like one sentence that he could easily memorized. Yeah. And then he takes him right back off. It's it's a great little hint of what Sammy could be. He needs to be a little higher up on the roster, in yeah, my opinions, along yeah. the lines of, of Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Alright. Who's next? Number two? We get your number two already, Brandon? Uh, yeah, mine was um, Heyman. Brandon. Yeah, no, I got all of mine. Uh, all yours? Oh, because yeah, your because, number one was Heyman. So, yeah. Johnny. Number my number one. one. I think you guys are going to know, but it's The Miz. That's my number one. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, this guy, I've known he was good on the mic for a long time. Uh, back when he was doing, he was doing this uh, feud with MVP, who doesn't wrestle with WWE anymore, but that's the name of the character. <laughs> And he did this whole promo. You can actually find it on YouTube where he it started out. The promo started out in the locker room, and he was talking about how he's been, how he was treated then. And the camera just follows him as he walks out into the stage and into the ring, and he's just keeping the promo going the whole time. Hmm. And it's and it's incredible. That's the first time I, I remember saying I'm going to start following this guy because uh, he's got something. There's something about him. I remember. And ever since then, sorry, go ahead. And it, no, and I was going to say ever since then, like I've. I mean, like this guy's one of the greatest on the mic. It's like he can sell a match. He's really he's got to be the best right now. That I mean, I do want to see him win more matches, but if he loses a match, he can easily get all that heat right back. Like easily, yeah. he's just a master at that. He is a pro. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm Team Miz and I have been for a long time. I'm glad to see other people finally jumping on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I've been Team Miz uh, since I saw him cut a promo on the Real World. Uh, way <laughs> back in the day, because I remember I watched those too. I yep. remember when he he introduced the character, the Miz. He was drunk on camera, and it was like, "I'll tell you this." And then he was cutting the promo, and it was like, "Why is he acting like a wrestler?" Oh, he's supposed to be a wrestler. And then he talks about how that's his alter ego. The Miz is his professional wrestling name. If yeah. he wants, because he's it was his dream to be a WWF at the time <laughs> F wrestler. Uh. But I remember watching that going, this dude's cool. I like that, that he's like that hardcore into wrestling. And then yeah. one day, because I had fallen away from wrestling for a while, and when I came back to it, there was The Miz. And I'm like, are you effing kidding? Uh, but <laughs> to see, be weird. But to see him be able to do that, to hold that mic and, and just spit these words out that just – it's masterful. You can't, not every, <laughs> I, You know, not everyone can do it. We see that there's people that can't do it. Uh, but yeah. man, man, he knows how to do it. And you, those are people who, uh, not a, it's not just that he's a good speaker. He's a student of wrestling, of the history, of the culture, because he grew up with it. This is what he wanted to do. He literally has a, a side of him that comes out when he's drunk that talks this way. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's literally in the man's blood to be able to control the mic when you t- at cutting a promo yeah we could sit here and what talk all day on a podcast and we're good at talking but good lord well. to cut a promo <laughs> speak for yourself yeah well yeah you're speaking a lot of stuff uh, we, <laughs> you're on some check you're on some checks that we cannot cash <laughs> cutting a promo uh, on us yeah <laughs> one of the one of my favorite like miz literally has promos that i can remember that's how good they are <laughs> one of them being like one of the first fuse that he did I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but when he finally made it to the Raw roster, like years and years and years ago, mm-hmm. he tried. He was trying to start this feud with John Cena, who was like by far the biggest 
guy then. This is at the top of John Cena, Cena-dom. And uh, he would come out every week, and Cena would never respond, so he would count him out and consider that a victory over John Cena. And he was <laughs> every week, he'd be like, I'm 2-0. and I'm 3-0 against John Cena. I'm 4-0 against John Cena. That is brilliant, and would, dude. And he would talk some mad trash, too. It was amazing. See, that's brilliant. When you do things like that, it's like, oh. And who think I'd I'd love to know behind the scenes things in terms of who came up with that? Did he think I'm gonna do this because yeah. it's gonna help my career? Like people will think about this and know it, or was it like worked with the guys in terms of like, hey, let's help Miz build his career up. What can we do? You know? Well, I know each I know each guy kind of has a writer that helps them. Yeah. Uh, usually, the wrestler has a lot of input on what is said. Right. Especially depending on who they are, I would assume, and I'm making a giant assumption here, but I would assume the Miz, with how long he's been there and how good he's been, that he can kind of get over anything he wants. Yeah. Uh, but you know, some of the newer guys probably do not have the same pull yet. Yeah. But yeah, they usually have like a writer, somebody who's always working with them on their character and that kind of thing. Right. I'm always interested to know though, in like like specifics, like this one specifically, mm-hmm. whose idea was that to come out there and call out Cena every time and then count him out. Yeah, and start tallying his win record over Cena. <laughs> like, yeah. how funny, how how like full circle would it be as if if that feud ever came about again and he beat Cena, he counts all those other ones as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how phenomenal would that be? Yeah. He should he should bring that back up. Yeah. So the uh, yeah. call Freddie. There there you go. There's our list of uh, five wrestlers who can control the mic. Yeah, that's right. That's all right. Mikhail Mazanin. Did you guys have uh, honorable mentions? I got a few. Uh, mine, mine were Miz and uh, Zane. So everything got covered. I, I had Zane on mine. I had Daniel Bryan when he's fired up because I think a Daniel Bryan fired up to the crowd is really good. Yeah. Uh, I have New Day because all three of those guys oh, are good. Those guys are good on Mike. And yeah. and this guy, this is how far he's fallen though because I didn't even have him in my top five anymore. He used to be my n- number one or two. Ooh. Was Bray was Bray Wyatt? Yeah, he doesn't do much with Mike anymore. Yeah, he's part I, of the thing shame. because it's it's mostly Matt who who runs the show there. Yeah, mm. so that kind of saddens me because I thought Bray was very different and I liked how he spoke and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'd like to see him, you know, go somewhere. But I I have a feeling he's not going to get to the uh, championship yet again. Yeah, which is unfortunate because he's got so much talent, both on the on the mic and in the ring. So yeah, yeah, yep. Cool, 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 cool. Even that's not it. <laughs> Listeners thought thought they were off off the uh, the hook with the lists. No, we're going to force them to listen to more. <laughs> the next list is the wrestlers with the most lisps. A, a list of lisps. Oh, right. a lisp list. Dusty Rhodes. Right, number. The listless list. Tell you list. something, baby. Did he have a list? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had a list. Yeah. Ric Flair has. Jack a... Swagger. Flair. Jack Swagger. Yeah, Jack Swagger. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? No. Um, Ron Simmons had a list, didn't he? Or no? I don't know. I feel he like he could say a... damn really well. <laughs> damn. Uh, Cindy <laughs> Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before or after she got in the face of the football? That was Marsha, Johnny. God. Marsha, Marsha, I don't Marcia. know that stuff really well. I've only seen the movies. <laughs> that's that's why I brought it up, because only recently did I make Kayla watch the, the Brady Bunch movie. Oh, my God. And she was just like, oh, my God, Jan is the greatest thing ever. Did any professional <laughs> wrestlers ever guest star on the Brady Bunch? 
I don't know. I don't remember any. Ooh. They've guest starred on other shows before, obviously, but yeah, there was The Rock was on Star Trek. He's also on that '70s show playing his dad. Oh, okay, that that's cool. Mick Foley was on Boy Meets World. So was Vader. And Vader was on there too. Yeah, Vader had a recurring role, kind of on there. Wasn't he like one of the characters' dads or something? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Big Dad Vader. Oh, um, one of the Brady Bunch guys was actually a wrestler. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me take a look into this. It's pretty funny. We should do a I feel like uh, you're, an entire. Look, like you're making this up. <laughs> uh, I maybe wish I was. maybe next episode we should talk about uh, our favorite wrestler cameos in things that aren't wrestling. There you go. That'd be awesome. I like that idea. Yeah, because I have one in particular, but I'm going to save it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so on, I've already on, I've already blew my load. Then on April seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, Christopher Knight, also known as which Brady, Peter Brady, Peter the Middle, uh lost his professional wrestling debut in a dark match at the Spring Stampede in Chicago at Rosemont Horizon. What? His adversary was another child star from the 1970s. Guess. Danny Bonaduke. Yes. He wrestled Danny Bonaduke. Yes. I guess that. Wow. Yes. That's <laughs> <Wow>. amazing. <laughs> That's the only name I could have possibly thought of. Can you imagine if that. they were a tag team? <laughs> Can you imagine if they were a tag team and that was their shtick, that they were like kid kid actors? Who like had a washed up kind of a career and then like they're in wrestling now? What did they call them? The uh... the B the C reel because it can't be the B the team, team now. <laughs> they can't be B team. <laughs> the D listers. I like the C like reel. The D listers pretty good. good. I like the the C word. If you guys if you guys had to off the top of your heads put a list together of your favorite tag teams of all time, who would they be? Top five. I like how you're bringing these up like we didn't plan this before the show. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, <laughs> try to think off the top of my head. All right. <laughs> me too. Cool. I actually just accidentally threw my list in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just figured to kind of change it up this week instead of doing the wrestling wrap-up and to introduce the fact that we're not going to, we'll do a couple of lists because it generates conversation. And that's the idea, that we can just talk about wrestling uh, the way we usually do sit around talking about wrestling. So we'll do top five tag team wrestlers. Uh, since you started, Johnny, you'll go last this time. Brandon, why don't you go first? And this is of all time for us all personally. All time. All time oh, personal really? favorite tag team. Crap. Guess who did nothing but update like current. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Right, well, Brandon, Brandon and my lists are all time and Chris's list is current. And we're just, yeah, let's do it. And we'll pretend like Chris pays attention and I'll to say, us. And, I'll, <laughs> and I'll say whether or not your guys's would have made my list. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. I'm going to start doing a little. I'm going to start playing a character who only kind of hears the things that Chris suggests, <laughs> but kind of turns them a little bit. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. So my first team. Uh, I have the New Day. Uh, they are yeah. my number five. It's the New Day. Uh, they. Yes, it is. Not only do they have a leg up on on other teams because of the Freebird rule. Yeah, three yeah. members who can swap out at any time, which, which is great, which is awesome. How come I, they don't do that more stables? Yeah, I That's mean, the best. That, you would think the numbers game that would make uh, sense. Four Horsemen did it, uh, didn't they? They used to just double up differently. Sometimes you'd have I Rick think, and yeah, Arn. I think so. Sometimes yeah. Arn and Oli, because they, they call it the Freebird Rule, because the fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes, um, shoot, Gordy, Terry Gordy, yeah, and damn it. 
Jam, right? PS, Jammin, PS News. <laughs> PS News, yeah, they were fabulous uh, <laughs> Freebirds. That would by far be my favorite tag team of all time. <laughs> I have to change my list right now. <laughs> but anywho, um, the yeah, the new day. I Buddy I, Roberts, Buddy Roberts, Jimmy Garvin, Jimmy Garvin. Where did I get Terry? Go- Terry Gordy was a member at yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah, Terry Gordy as well. There was yeah. four of them for a while. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I know my wrestling clearly. Yeah, <laughs> but the new day are a are a perfect combination of uh. Great charisma, fantastic mic work, uh, and unique and amazing in-ring performance. You yeah. have uh, a crazy high flyer who does moves you've never seen before. Kofi. You have a powerhouse who is faster than most lightweight guys. Biggie. And then you have Xavier, who is not only original, but he's basically like the ringleader. And I feel the, like he's also a combo of both, because he's kind of big for, for who he is. Yeah, and he's, he's got some, dude. some flying moves himself, dude. He, yeah, he I love the crazy. elbow who drops off the rope. Yeah, you know? he's, yeah, he's, he's like the combo. One. Yeah, and then he's got the, uh, he does all the uh, suicide dives, just like any of the smaller guys, too. Yeah. But. As a combination, that's one of my favorite things about the New Day is you never know who's going to be the combo yeah. for the matches, which is, it, it actually adds more to it to me. It's like, who are we actually going to see in this? And they're they're playing that up currently with the money in the bank. Yep. Yeah, and it's a good way to keep your matches fresh, too. Absolutely. Yeah, because you always yeah. have someone you can swap out if, you know, you want this match to be go a different way. You need a big guy for spots, you know. Yep. Yeah. So, yep, number five. Well, I think I, the only thing I want to say about the New Day real quick, dear New Day, especially Biggie, please listen to me. Uh, I really, really, really like you. I want you to be around for a while. I think you're incredibly entertaining. Stop doing a spear through the middle of the rope. You're gonna, you're gonna decapitate yourself when you hit the ground on your head. I've cringed so many times because I've thought he's he's destroyed himself. It's such a good move, though. It's but you're right. It's amazing. It's terrifying. But he's almost. But he looks like he's about to kill himself every time, uh, and I don't like that part like of it. Three hundred and eighty pounds of pure muscle going about 30 miles an hour oh my god through yeah. a, like what a foot clearance like he squeezes through when he does that too yeah <laughs> yeah it's scary to watch him do it. and he doesn't wear knee pads oh like what the hell i know Is he, he's i like how you worried about his knee i'm worried about his neck here well yeah i mean but <laughs> even when he does it perfectly he still crashes on both knees every time oh yeah that's true yeah that's true yeah uh right. so for me yeah number five my number five is um, it was going to be a certain team, but I was like, no, <laughs> that'll be an honorable mention. Uh, but it's the bar. The bar. I do like the bar. I like. Uh, I lo- let's be honest. I like Cesaro. Mm-hmm. I think for me, he makes the bar the bar because, like, seriously, if you can get your teeth bashed into your skull and keep going, yeah, holy crap. But they do, they're great together. I mean, I know that they mm-hmm. used to feud and stuff, but I feel like they do really good together. Um, and and the more, they, the more they're working together, the chemistry looks better. Uh, when they came out and attacked the New Day, like that's just some, that's, that's a tag team thing. You do that, right? Yeah. They mesh so, really well. Yeah. And I believe that, well, to me, like Cesaro was always amazing. He's just so underrated. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that he's in a tag team, like, holding them down a bit kind of bothers me but 
they're so good as a tag team. Like Sheamus has improved so much just by being around. I was going to say that was one of the things I was going to say. Like he looks so much better yeah. with Cesaro, and he's he's been like you see his moves, his stuff is cleaner. And his uh, yeah. charisma is is yeah. good to bounce off of Cesaro, who uh, isn't the greatest talker. He's still no. good, but he's definitely a more in ring guy. But they they mesh really well. It's one of those rare things where. Yeah, two people that you never would have teamed together have become a really good team, and because of it, they balance the line of taking them seriously and and uh, playing playing you know straight yeah. or comedy, you know, opening up their duffel bags full of pancakes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they play well <laughs> yes. with the comedy aspect as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, I've always been I've always been a Seamus fan. I've always liked him because he just looks different from everybody else. Uh, but yeah, I have to agree with you. This when this tag team first formed. And it seemed like it was kind of a one-time kind of thing how they were doing it. Yeah. I, my first thought was these two guys really play well off each yeah. other, and they've really grown. Like, like I get what you're both saying. Like Cesaro definitely deserves. I mean, I, I love Sheamus, but he's already kind of had his main event spot before. Yeah. Cesaro's never had that, and he's definitely good enough to have that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so I get what you're saying about breaking them up. I get that, but part of me would be a little sad because of how good these two are together. Yeah, I like it because it looked mm-hmm. like for a minute there that there might be doing something to cause a rift. There was a, a few matches in a row where one of them cost the other the match, and I think they even got annoyed with each other and walked off. Yeah. Uh, but that just disappeared, kind of, which is good for me because I do like them together. Uh, again, if you can have one guy go through the stuff he goes through and he keeps his teeth intact, and the other guy yes. goes through the things he goes through and keeps his mohawk standing straight, I mean, those guys are awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. again, let's remember my list is all current, or else I'd say some old schooler <laughs> guys. But yeah, no, it, it actually injects a little bit different uh, answers into it. I think, but uh, yeah, yeah, I always, I, I just think the bar should definitely stick around together for another year or two at least because they are so good. They they work so well together. But eventually, I would like to see Cesaro go up. Yeah, oh. uh, I'm with you. Uh, my number five is a. Well, used to be current, but they've recently split up. Would be DIY. Oh, it's one of my honorable mentions. I really love them, especially when they were doing those tag team matches in NXT. I mean, those were some of the matches of the year mm-hmm. uh, when they were going against those other teams. It was like our l- closest version we could get recently to like the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian matches. Uh, they were so good together. I mean, they were so good that that heel turn where when Ciampa turned on. Uh, Gargano, that it was like my mouth literally hit the floor, and I was like, I ga- I had a literal gasp came out of my mouth, and that hasn't happened in a long time. That's the Especially best with wrestling, dude. That's the best yeah. when it comes to re- that's what I was telling John. I was telling Brandon a few yeah. minutes ago, like you're watching wrestling, and we know, mm-hmm. okay, we do. We've especially <laughs> having watched it as long as we have, we've seen it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they can still make you your jaw drop, or they can still make you wince. Man, they're doing a good job. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So that's my number five. Very nice. That's a very good choice. Yeah, they they had matches of the year before, and, yeah. and like you were saying, especially with AOP, they had some yeah. really hard hitting matches with them. Very good pick. Cool, cool. Brandon, number four. Uh, number four, I have the Hardys. The Hardys. Uh, I was never like the gigantic team extreme kind of kid with the giant pants and the stockings on my arms. Cause I knew people who were so like hardcore oh, into yeah. Jeff Hardy. They like yeah. dressed like him. I was never huge on, on Jeff Hardy like that, but as a team, they were amazing to watch because they did stuff. Nobody was doing at the time. Yep. 
they they were they were extreme. They Jeff Hardy would risk his life half the time, and as a team, they would do like tandem offense that nobody was was bothering with, and they filled a void uh, when they showed up. I believe the early two thousands mm-hmm. um, or late nineties. They they showed up and filled a void that. There was no like crazy tag teams. There was nobody on the map that was people were going, "Ooh, look at those guys!" And when they showed up, especially when they got Lita, they were unstoppable. They were they they to the fact that last what was it last year when they returned, yep. one of the hugest ovations of all time. Yeah, the t- the yeah. place popped. The big dude. surprise Holy return. Holy cow! So here's 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 another big surprise. They're on my list too, but they're number two for me. Uh-huh. And. Uh, it probably helps that they're from North Carolina. That probably helps a lot for me. But uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to surprise some people here. I definitely understand why people are Team Jeff. I get it. I like Jeff a lot. But I was always way more Team Matt than than Jeff. You got always like Matt more. Fan of the bow legs. Uh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, let's see I what. I'm literally going to say that. And Johnny's always a fan of the bow legs. I he am, likes man. the guys that walk weird. Team Dawes, man. Yeah, Team Dawes. <laughs> Team Dozer. <laughs> Team Dozer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, I always felt he was way more the when you just just pure wrestling. He was the better uh, actual wrestler. Mm-hmm. Jeff's very good too. I'm not knocking him at all. But Jeff definitely, I felt, got more popular because he would just throw his body off of places. He was yeah. a spot wrestler. Yeah, mm. yeah. Which is there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I would never do that. He's braver than I would ever be. <laughs> but uh, you know, just always, I think I always just appreciated Matt more. I guess is the best way to put it. And he'd always kind of change his character a little bit. He'd have those Matt facts, and right now he's broken or woken or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> I've always been Team Matt on that. He, so Hardy Boys are my number two. They did make my list, Brandon. Very yeah. nice. Those those tag team matches, the TLCs and all that, like oh, the yeah. Hardys are, yeah. are legendary for that reason. So, yeah. Well, if I was going old school on mine, I'd have <laughs> to say I'd meet your Hardys and raise you Dudleys. Oh, okay. Because those guys are great. But since mine is all current, I'm going to go with what I wrote. Uh, so what's your number four? I'm taking half your Hardy Boys, and I'm going with the Deleter of Worlds. Oh, I okay. like this new team up. I really do. I still feel like they're still trying to figure – like they're getting much better as, at what they're doing together, coming up with moves, even finishing moves together. Yeah. But it, it, there's still some things they got to work out, some kinks, but it's it's so much promise in this whole – like. The Woken family and the the idea that, you know, he's exercised Sister Abigail from Bray Wyatt, which there's always the darkness to Bray Wyatt, too. So and it's, I love it, dude. I love the intro. I love the way they come down together. I love mm-hmm. I love just all of it. It's crazy. And they are. They're impressive to watch still. Like as as as, you know, stiff as Matt is sometimes, it's still very impressive to watch them do what they're doing. Yeah, I don't think he means to be stiff. His bones yeah. just don't bend very well anymore. Can't help it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he's bow bodied now. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh. But yeah, I I do like this team too. But I do see what you mean. Like I think they need to find their groove as yeah. to who they're because right now they're they're rudderless. They got no opponents or right. anything. And right. for a team with heavy characterization, you need somebody to bounce off of. Yep. So, I, they need a they need a big heel team yeah to go against and and do it in a what are you, what does Matt call those things the final deletion segments <laughs> like they need to have a yeah. tag team like just super crazy ass one of those with Bray and yeah. Matt bring in whatever crazy nonsense you want that'll get them over if, oh, if you yeah. keep playing that up maybe maybe that's what they do every other pay per view or something you know what exactly. I mean exactly. 
Yeah. But don't do it a lot, though, because you'll take away from how special it Maybe is. Maybe Sanity? But definitely do it more. Maybe Sanity? Yeah, they would They would be good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or they're on a different show. They're on show. Oh, they're though, on Smack. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's so rough. Uh, AOP yeah. needs to just get bigger on... Uh, they can they can become that AOP, I think. Oh, yeah. They have the ability to be that, but yeah. I don't know how they would do in a uh, a match in Matt Hardy's yard, but we'll see. <laughs> You'd have to have it like maybe where they... they uh, jump Matt Hardy. You know what I mean? Where they they jump him and that would be cool if, uh, like, you could imagine he's doing one of those like segments with the camera and he's doing his wacky Ooh, acting and all that. Wow. And then like you hear like a knock yeah. at the door and when he answers it, it's Paul Ellering or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, they don't have Paul. Yeah. Damn it! But so I have forgot to that they don't have Paul Ellering. You know what I mean? But yeah, they just knock on the door and it's them and they just beat the shit out of him at his house. Or have Matt Hardy like guest commentate on an a- AOP match and then like in the middle of the match he makes them stop, stop, stop. Wonderful! And they get mad at him and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you could see that happen there. Yeah, call Freddy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, deleter of worlds. I'm uh, uh, I'm intrigued. Basically, yeah. they've got my imagination. We just need to see a little bit of the kinks, and and we're good to go. All right, who's next for number four? Is it me? Yes, sir. Yep. I had. Do you guys remember this team? I don't think they lasted super long, but I absolutely loved them. It's Team Hill. No. Yeah, I uh, do not know. Kane and Daniel it's- Bryan. Yeah, Kane and Daniel really? Bryan were a tag team, and it was some amazing stuff. Was this- you wouldn't think that these two characters would work well together, but they played so amazingly off each other I that I, I loved the, this team. Was this while Bryan was the anti-establishment thing, that whole thing? No, I think it was before that, okay. right, he, Brandon? He, wasn't it uh, off the tail end of his his heel? He was like still a heel because he was chanting no yeah. instead of yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then it, yeah. they went with like a, oh. it was like an anger management storyline, wasn't it? Yeah, because they both had anger issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great some great stuff. Uh, I think they even let the fans uh, vote on the name, didn't they? I believe I tell you they even got the name. If I'm thinking right to chant whether yeah. it was hell hell, hell no. yes or hell no. Yeah. That's great. So I freaking love that team. Uh, Here's a little sidebar. Do you think that was the point to them doing what they're doing with Brian when he lost his cool with Cass? Are they trying to make it make it almost like, hey, there's cracks and his anger management issues might be coming back? Because how great would it be to turn him heel? As much as everybody to, <laughs> loves him and all this stuff, for him to go heel, that'd be so I good. want to agree with you so much, but that would mean that the WWE goes back and looks at their history and continues storylines from there and makes them make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of him. I, I wouldn't want him to go heel because I don't think any – he could probably yes kick a baby and Maybe people an, would still cheer him. an unhinged face? <laughs> I I think he would he would make it would make a better storyline if he just kept losing his temper and doing the wrong thing, like getting losing his match or like injuring someone instead of just yeah. hurting them. Like that, I could see, but I can't see a heel Daniel Bryan after all of this. I, <laughs> I now I got well, maybe that's maybe that's why you do it though because you can't see it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a lot of money in him being a face though. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Number three, Brandon. What do you got? Uh, okay. Well, you mentioned. Uh, oh no, that's not it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got it out of order. Um, I have the Rockers. The Rockers. Oh. That's classic. Uh, not only because of what happened with their breakup, but if you actually sat and watched the old school Rockers matches, 
uh, they were the Hardy Boys before the Hardy Boys showed up. They mm-hmm. were the ones yeah. that did all the, the high-flying moves no one was doing yet. Yep. And they never had a slow match. They, it didn't exist. They were full speed the whole time. So they were always exciting, and they were they were different. They were colorful. You know, the the women screamed for them every time yeah. they ran out. Like energetic, yeah. To me, like they were one of the most underrated teams, if if you can really say that. Because technically, I don't think they won the titles, the tag titles, or if they did, it was one of those weird one night house show deals. But uh, yeah, I mean. I remember every time they showed up when I was watching the old, like, slower-style 80s stuff. Yeah. Just being like, holy shit, these guys are just full speed going at it, doing Lucha Libre shit. Like, they were they were on point. Nice. <laughs> they were ahead of their time. I will see your rockers yeah. and raise you the Rock and Roll Express. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, you could, you could call my guys the modern rockers, uh, the Young Bucks. Ah. So... Uh, having just newly discovered, like d- discovered New Japan, and really gotten more into Ring of Honor and watching matches that aren't just on TV or, or what I can get on Hulu, um, like I'd heard about these guys, I'd heard about the Bullet Club in Japan, so I wanted to look into a lot of the history of these guys and what's going on. So there's all kinds of stuff you could find on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of matches you can watch. Um, from both New Japan and Ring of Honor, and they're phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal <laughs> matches. Some of the yeah, stuff they, they these do, guys are amazing. Good yeah. lord! Uh, but yeah, they they've reached a status now where they're probably the biggest tag team champion or the tag team wrestlers in the world that are not signed to the big name. Yeah, I would agree with that 100. percent They're huge. And they, uh, they're so big, and they make enough money. They don't need well, they don't even really need to go to WWE if they don't want yeah, to. Yeah, we were just at Nickel City Con a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Young Bucks were there. I sat in on a panel, and that was one of the things that uh, people were saying, you know, would you do it if, if they were signed? And they said, look, we're lucky that we don't need to. Mm-hmm. Like, we're lucky we don't yeah. need to. He goes, uh, would I be lying if I said no? Of course, because what you're telling me is to turn down the guarantee that I could take care of my family. And yeah. feed my yeah. family. He goes, so obviously we would. He goes, but we are lucky that we don't need to. Yeah. And they do. Their merch sells great. They travel around oh, the yeah. world. They, they're like rock stars. They have their own YouTube show. It's a little mini sketch show with all of the guys that they wrestle with. It's called Being the Elite. It's like got 104 episodes. It's insane. And wow. it's huge. It's it's great. It's it's These guys, are they're like Miz. You know, they grew up with it. It's in their blood, and they made it. They they did what they wanted to do with it, and they're doing it their way. Yeah. Just just to tell you how big they are, their merch. They have shirts that are actually sold, and they sell very well in Hot Topic. Yeah. Like yeah. so, yeah. Uh, that's pretty incredible, considering that they don't really have a. I mean, they're not in WWE, so that's pretty amazing. I'm wearing one of them now. Not a Hot Topic one. I bought it at the con, but I'm wearing a Young Buck shirt right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler: They're on my honorable mentions team. Boom. So, yeah. So that's mine. All right. Well, my number three, that's where we're at now, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm good at math. Number three is uh, Edge and Christian. Ah. I had to have them there, too, with the Hardy Boys, who are my number two. But, of course, uh, they were the big tag teams when I was really getting into wrestling. So they mean a lot to me. Uh, and Edge and Christian are just so dang entertaining. Uh, you can tell that they're lifelong friends. They really play off each other very well. Mm-hmm. And also, spoiler alert, I was way more Team Christian than Team Edge. Was I'm it, one of those people who's like was that. Edge? <laughs> was Edge, uh, didn't he come from the Brood? Yeah. 
was both Cri- did. I was gonna say was Christian a part of the brood also? Yeah, mm-hmm. they both. It was them okay. and Gangrel. Yeah, it was Gangrel. the brood. Grant Grell looked yeah. like a, an overweight a version of Kiefer Sutherland's vampire in Boss Boys. <laughs> he was very good, though. Oh, yeah. He's very uh, underrated, yeah. if you ask me. The gimmick but, yeah, itself was you. a little... Uh, see, I, it's funny you say that because uh, the Brood were on my list. Because the Brood, oh. like when I got into like really into the, the 90s wrestling when they get Attitude Era, one of my biggest favorite things was, was Gangrel like his his initial yeah. like debut and everything and the fact that he created this brood thing you guys remember how he came to the ring he literally rose from a ring of yeah. fire with it some hold, of the, it was holding a cup some of the coolest oh, like creepiest right. music and he would just swagger down to the ring and he legitimately had real fangs he filed his own teeth down to have fangs. in real life he was like a vampire guy like he drank real blood like he was a weird dude Jeez. i think he's a porn director now but <laughs> yeah uh i don't know i don't know if that's true but yeah i'm pretty uh, sure he's sounds like a night he literally of just makes up. porn porn movies now he's like a director <laughs> but i but i did hear he's like a really nice guy <laughs> for what it's worth. yeah i mean you wouldn't think him and because him and luna were like a real couple are uh, they yeah at, at one point maybe they still are wow but that's where Edge and Christian came from. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Re- I couldn't remember if Christian was going with that whole vampire motif. Also, he started at the beginning because he wore like the the puffy vampire shirt and everything, <laughs> a pirate shirt. And so they wanted to get Edge involved. So they said it was his brother that yeah. was part of the vampire lifestyle with Gangrel now. Which they quickly turned to goth. They made yeah. they started saying they were goth instead. That's right. By the way, that's right. But the what's w- even weirder? I don't know if you guys knew this. Gangrel, uh, they that's a real type of vampire invented in the Anne Rice novels to the point where yeah. they had to. It was like res- trademarked by someone other than uh. WWE. Like they couldn't use it without their express permission. Wow. Which makes me wonder, why the hell did they buy the rights to some random word no one's going to know? Well, dude, when like that, that makes to sense. To lend legitimacy to him being a real vampire. But it makes sense because the interview no with the that. vampires thing was was big during that time. And that's, yeah. that was the whole puffy shirt thing with vampires yeah. was that. Yeah, I'm also, I'm also going to give an update for Brandon. Uh, Luna passed away in 2010. Oh, so. I didn't even know that. Oh, that's sad. That There's sucks. no way that he's married to her. <laughs> Well, you never know. <laughs> she was awesome, though. She was really good. Yeah, under underrated as a female yeah. competitor just because she came up in a time where if you didn't look good, nobody gave a shit, which is sad. Right. Yep. <laughs> but, she, man, she had a she had an Axel Jonas voice on her. Didn't she go by other names, too? She had a couple, but, the, I mean, everybody knows there was Luna she used to have the WWF the, at the time. Face, she has a tat, like tat, yeah. like drawn all over her face. Looks like a spider web or something. The side of her head. She's the daughter of uh, Mad Dog Vachon. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yep. That's who she was with. That she would always have the drawing and stuff on oh, her yeah, face. Oh yeah, yeah. Her... She was with him for a while too. Yeah, know? yeah. That's awesome. So you go, Edge and Christian, man. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, and thank you, thank I, you. I have brood because I figured it cheated and kind of included them too. Nice. <laughs> uh, who's up here? Number two. Who's Are you number two? What's well, your number two? Mine was Brood. It was so, the Brood. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my number two is Zane and Owens. Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens. I love yeah, these, I love these guys <laughs> together. They play off each other so well. 
when they were pushing the yep, 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 it was immediately <laughs> you wanted to be a part of that. His um, guardian angel. When they start fighting with each other, you still want to see that too. You know what I mean? Like you. Yeah. But I love that they still keep them together regardless, that they haven't like developed the, the feud yet. Like, they're, they're best frenemies. Uh, yeah, it's the best, dude. Those guys are great. And <laughs> phenomenal athletes, both mm-hmm. students of the game. You know what I mean? So, like, the stuff, some of the stuff yeah, they do. Yeah, Triple H. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both students of Triple H. Exactly. Completely. He yeah. went to his school. Yeah. <laughs> school of HHH Knox. The first class you take is how to spit water up into the air. <laughs> and that it's. And you're graded on it severely. And that it's not pronounced. <sighs> <laughs> it's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that's mine, Sammy and, and, and Kevin. Because everything we said earlier, how great they are on Mike, but then their yeah, performance, just they're just great. Yeah. 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 So that's my number two. Sweet. So we're all on our number ones now? What would you have for number two, Johnny? Oh, my number two was Hardy Boys. Oh, okay, that's right. You did say oh, it. Yeah. So number yep. number one, Brandon. Okay. Uh, you mentioned them earlier. Yeah, I, I jumped too. the gun, but me too. the Dudleys, they are my number one. Oh, nice. The... I don't know if you guys watched a lot of old ECW when yeah. they became super popular. Oh yeah, they they would have like riots break out. <laughs> they would say the most disgusting, horrible things to people in the crowd, and they'd, oh, yeah. they'd point them out individually and make fun of the way they look to try and get people to yeah to really want to hurt them and jump the rail. They tried to get people to jump in the ring. They were so good back then, and that they, was the beauty of of uh, Paul. Uh, Paul Heyman doing that, like yeah, yeah, he brought it back to the day where Paul dangerously yeah, at the time. But then that's the, he brought it back <laughs> to the day where, I mean, Johnny's told the story on our other podcast, History Creeps, uh, where Bobby the Brain Heenan was shot at because <laughs> people didn't like his character, who he was, mm-hmm. and so they yeah, he made somebody so mad one time that they brought a gun and they shot at him legit. Yeah, and <laughs> and. And this is what the Dudleys did. And Heyman mm-hmm. was behind a lot of it, was bringing wrestling back to blur that line. Start to think, is this guy really an asshole? Like, he's yeah. just an asshole and he's doing it because yeah. he enjoys <laughs> doing what he's doing. You know what I mean? And, and they, Dudleys were great. And then let's 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 go to the tables, the oh, stuff yeah, that they yeah. did. Oh, See, my God. Heyman knew the, the, that the best part of ECW, that what pulled them away wasn't the hardcore aspect as right. much. It was the interactivity. Yes. So they would have people call out, hey, tables, or like hand them a frying pan. They would interact with the crowd. They'd fight yeah. in the crowd half the time. Yeah. So the Dudleys doing that, like goading they people They would catch in. the crowd on fire sometimes. <laughs> sometimes the crowd would be in the yeah. way of things. Yeah. You, you would yeah. see them catch a boot <laughs> once or twice. but yeah. So they get sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the tables they they made tables Get the famous. Tables. Yeah, they really did. And uh, I mean, there had had been table matches already with that, but mm-hmm. it didn't reach the level of popularity and backyard wrestling until the Dudleys took hold of it. Yeah, and and talk about you you want to we haven't even mentioned the entire time here. Uh, tag team finishing moves. Ugh. A lot of them are that's another list. Or, that's another list. Yeah. Yeah, so some some teams don't even have great finishing moves, yeah. but you talk about a team that nailed on the head one of the best tag team finishing maneuvers ever, and, oh, and yeah. to this day people still say it's one of the best moves ever. And yeah, that's the 3D. Yep. Especially when they put them through a table, or or as I once saw in ECW, a 
uh, flaming thumbtack oh, yes. covered table. I know it's, I've, I know that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, dude. So that's <laughs> the great. The greatest thing is when the, you can have a mat, a move or a finishing move that after you're done and someone else does it, they still refer to it by your name. Oh yeah. Like the Stone Cold Stunner. Three D. You know yeah. what I mean, or or things like that. Like that's it. That's the three D. You're not going <laughs> to see it called anything else ever. Yeah. And he, it, they just uh, were put into the Hall of Fame. So I mean that that cements it right there. They're one of the greatest tag teams ever. And I mean, what what else can you say about them? They did everything. They're the most decorated tag team in wrestling history. I think, Le- legitimately, mm-hmm. they won. Johnny might know this more, but I think they held every single tag team title that existed when at at the time that they held them all. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, they've been in so many promotions, and they always win the tag titles in those promotions. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Dudley boys. They're all my honorable mentions. Uh, I picked, uh, again, because it was now, <laughs> current, my list. Uh, for me, these are the up-and-comers, and this is, we've talked about them already tonight. They're great presence in the ring, great on Mike, uh, the Undisputed Era. And they've made themselves yeah. stronger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll see what you did there. But seriously, like that to me, I <laughs> feel like these the guys are great because... They've made themselves Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam Cole to me is Kohler. is the next uh, the next Shawn Michaels, like to me he's the, he's the next Shawn Michaels. Uh, Fish is Fish is okay. Fish for me right now because he's just been kind of injured and not really yeah. in spotlight doing much. He's kind of the quiet. You're forgetting how much uh, he's imp- how impressive he is. But he has an amazing facial hair. Let's yes, not forget that. Yes, that's, and that's his expressions are very good. Too. That's what he brings to the yeah. table right now. Is that part of it? Uh, you said it, O'Reilly. My favorite. Phenomenal so far, athlete, man. number yeah. one. Number two, he's got some of the best flops since The Rock. Number three, <laughs> oh, yes. amazing on Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Strong, dude. Like the, the, it's it's Strong's the workhorse. He's yeah. definitely like the beast. He's a machine in that yes. ring. Oh yeah. And then and then to play the roles they're supposed to, they are brutal. <laughs> they come out and they will attack you, and they yeah. do a great job of it. And yeah, they're great, dude. I I miss. You know, Fish not being injured because him and O'Reilly had oh, one of the most God. ugly, in the best way, finishing moves. I don't know if you remember them doing it. He'd pick him up in the vertical suplex, and the and then O'Reilly would like kick him in the back of the head while he's vertical, yeah. and then slam him yep. down. Every time I saw that, I just cringed. Like, ah, oh, there's no way that couldn't have hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they just make it look brutal, like you said. They're, they're oh, yeah. the epitome of the cocky, nasty heel stable. Yeah. And, I just want to see them like the new evolution. Yeah, UE. That's my. Oh, yeah. That's my number one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, my number one. I went really old school for this one. Oh, uh, I didn't appreciate them at the time, but since I've gotten older and I'm going back and watching older stuff, bangers. Especially thanks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, the, the Brain Busters. Close. Yes. Uh, yes. With Tully Blanchard and especially this guy's become one of my all time favorites, Arn Anderson. Love, I've always loved Arn. Yeah. <laughs> I think by far, by far the best uh, spine buster ever. I think I don't as even a kid, don't even try to argue yeah, with no, me. I think it. as a kid I really liked him too because he looked like an uncle. Like he looked like yes. with the beard. Yeah. He seemed so friendly. The balding hair, the, the beard. Yes. Yeah. But he was so good on Mike. Like he was so good. Like, oh yeah, Arn, dude. 
They they were incredibly good at playing the old school, just constantly cheating, constantly trying to do yes. things to not not even really win the match as much as hurt you as much as yeah. they can, like yeah. try yes. to injure you. Yeah. So yeah, I I totally agree. Those are those were some bad dudes. Even though, <laughs> like you said, Arn looked like you know yeah. he could serve you ice cream too. Yeah, seriously, put him in an ice one of those <laughs> little like white <laughs> ice cream hats. You know the little paper hats, and he would look. If you right told at me. If you told me he was the one who owned the Shonies, I would be like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. exactly. You could see him wearing a polo shirt. He could be either Ben or Jerry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I, honestly, I, I don't know what it is, but his spine buster has always been one of my favorite wrestling moves. He does a great love it. way. It's, it's the tucking. It's yeah. the way he tucks and, and twists. And, and, and he, he does yeah. it better than anyone ever did. To the, to the point you made earlier, everyone compares when someone does the perfect spine buster in the ring. They always say Arn Anderson style spinebuster. Yeah, and yeah, by that yeah. they simply mean it looked down, really good. You put a good one down, they <laughs> yeah. say it. They'll pull out Arn's name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's. A, we got to do a list another time where we just talk about guys we didn't appreciate then, but we appreciate now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'd have, I'd have to have him and Regal, and it'd be a whole list of them. Oh, for sure. Uh, Steamboat. Yep. Marnable mentions were, of course, New Day and Dudleys and Young Bucks, and also had the Steiner brothers. Yeah, Steiners. Uh, I liked yeah. the Road Warriors. As mm-hmm. stiff as they were sometimes, uh, I remember as a kid, the look was amazing. You yeah. know, the spikes, mm-hmm. the, the, the painted faces, the, the craziness <laughs> behind it, their names. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, Legion of Doom, Road Warriors. I guess it depends where they were, WCW yeah. or WWF. Yeah. Um, New Age Outlaws. You guys know... Oh. <laughs> So only only know this because I'm currently going through the Attitude Era. Uh, but do you know how uh, that team broke up, LOD? How? Yeah. I forgot. Well, it was either Hawk or Animal. I don't remember which one. But one of them had a drinking problem. Hawk did. And Hawk, it, it got yeah. really bad. And it got really bad. But it was and, like legit. He would fall over mm-hmm. on his way to the ring. I'm assuming it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it was shoot, and they the played it, dude. They played it yeah. as the gimmick. So it's even more cringeworthy that way, to the point where I literally saw because Draws gets involved, right? He uh, he becomes an, uh, like a member of this team, and at one point, uh, Hulk, I think it's who you said it was, mm-hmm. was up on top of the Titantron, drunk, <laughs> and they were trying to coax him down, and Draws goes up and pushes him <laughs> off of it. <laughs> Legit attempting to murder the man. By the way, it's uh, <laughs> never, never arrested. That's the one thing you can do on WWE and not get arrested. Everything else you get arrested for. It's a uh, you know, it's just a little light attempted murder. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it was really messed up that Vince was like, "Oh, Hawk, he has a drinking and drug problem. Let's put that on TV and hope that that makes him better." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, WCW did the same thing. They're both kind of guilty of that. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did the whole thing with Scott Hall when everybody knows Scott Hall had those issues. Yep. Clearly that worked for both men. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, Bushwhackers, are those guys good enough to be on the list? Nasty Boys? It's Any of those guys? I would have. I, I, think, I, think you, I think you can talk about them. I had uh, honorable mentions as two singles guys mm-hmm. that basically all the people they tagged with, they made great teams. So, I mean, I, I didn't want to put them on the list, but Owen Hart. Yeah. No matter what yeah. who he tagged with, he, he made did. a great team. Yes. Even Yoko Zuna, yeah. which was oh, yeah. that's right. But uh, another one, Mick Foley, Rock yeah. and Sock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even him and yeah. Al Snow were entertaining. Oh, <laughs> but that's right. Yeah, Mick Foley. Yeah, they would argue. The they would argue over which character was better, head or the sock. That's right. <laughs> or Mr. Socko. It's pretty great. That's right. <laughs> and even when uh, 
Mick was dude love and he teamed with Stone Cold. And Stone Cold was just like, yeah. God, I hate this guy so much. <laughs> like that dynamic. <laughs> Mick Foley was great as as a foil to any tag partner that he had. It was. Yeah. What about the natural disasters? Are right, those guys? Old, yeah, I loved them as a kid. I, I can't lie. <laughs> I think I think Earthquake on his own was way better than than uh, Tugboat. <laughs> yeah, and and what they did as a team was good, but I still think Earthquake was just a great wrestler on his own. There's so many crazy, cool, fun like gimmicks that they used to have back in the day. That there's there's a lot of tag teams I went through to try like the Mega Powers. Oh yeah, uh, Demolition. Oh yeah, but I mean, I was going for personal favorites, so there's there's You're just so many here. good teams out there. I was just going strictly for current. That was the <laughs> theme of mine. We're aware. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that was cool. Cool, two little lists for our uh, our new format show. Man, I... let me ask this real quick, Brandon. Who's your favorite current tag team? Favorite current team has got to be. That's a tough one. There's there's no amazing teams, but I I'd, I'd still have to put my money on the New Day. I think they're still the the top of the heap as far as teams go. Yeah, I'm. That's who I'm thinking too. I really love the New Day quite a lot. Uh, it was a toss up between them and the Bludgeon Brothers yeah, for me. I like yeah. both of those teams quite a lot. Let me, uh, let me ask you it this way, guys. Uh, what team would you like to see, like? Maybe they're floundering right now. Maybe they're not doing much. Maybe they're whatever. They're mm-hmm. new. What would you like to see? What team would you like to see be if we come back next year? You're <laughs> saying that, that that's your new favorite team. How, who would you like to see do well and, and mm-hmm. maybe become? B team. B team. That's the reason I asked the question oh, because that's the my honorable mention. The B team. <laughs> I freaking love the B team. So I'm not do lie. I. Dude. Freaking love it. I <laughs> so love, do I. I hope they keep up the gimmick that they're – Absolutely shocked every time they get a win. I want yes. them to be shocked yes. winning a title. I want them to be shocked winning titles. I want them to keep making their own merch as they're walking to the ring. Yes. I want all this stuff. That's such a great gimmick for those two. And they do it well. It's oh man, and they're pretty the decent thing... in the ring, man. Like they're 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 what oh, yeah. they do in ring is pretty I, decent. I completely forgot about them because they're they're the ones that are are coming up against the uh, deleter of worlds, yeah. oh, which is right. interesting. The brother versus they brother. Do not mention that ever. Like that's that's kayfabe. They're not brothers, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's going to be interesting because it's two rather comedy styled teams. So it yeah. should be entertaining. I just hope yeah. it's it's better than it. You know, I hope it is good. Well, the- <laughs> The only thing that I worry about is it's two face teams going against each other. Yeah, because I feel like B team. And who's the crowd's going to cheer? Face. Yeah, yeah. Who's the crowd going to cheer for? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of tough. I like both those teams quite a that's lot. When but, you have man, I, the, the B team's so yeah, the B team's so lovable to me. Yeah. it's hard to hate. Yep. Them. <laughs> that was my honorable mention. That's why I brought that up. <laughs> well, you don't want uh, heavy machinery. Oh no, thank you. Running around on the main. I, listen, I don't know what it the is. There's just something about that little dude <laughs> that makes like me just dozer. be like. Oh, that little dude. That little, little dude. dude. He's like six five. Well, he's like little compared to to uh, the other guy. He's very squat looking. Yeah. He looks. Yeah, he's. A I love him. I'm not gonna lie. I love the man. I would love. I told you guys. I would love to see a documentary. Just followed Dozer just during like a you normal day in his life. Sickness following that documentary. Do you, do you hear him? I want to see how he just walks normally, like when he's just going to the store. Like, Show me how he I'd walks. Like to imagine that's how he walks, man. <laughs> he's pulling things off the shelf, walking like that. I hope so. I want that to be true. Even better is like you hear the way he like talks. Yeah. Even when he's not on the mic, he's just yelling. He's Popeye. 
Yeah, like with a one- squinty eye. <laughs> he, that's how he does it the whole time. In the one- yeah, how do you hate this guy, Chris? He's amazing. Everything you're saying is just pros for in me. In the one match, he wasn't in the ring, but he was so loud and so distinct. <laughs> yes, yes. Like Tucker Knight was running around, and he hit the guy with a move, and all you heard from the outside was, that's it. Chucky boy. <laughs> and the whole crowd, you could hear them laugh because he said, they heard him. They started chanting that he too, by like, the way. Yeah. What's his name? Mick? Uh, Rocky's trainer? That's who he sounds like. <laughs> You're gonna yes. eat thunder and crap lightning there, Tucky boy. So he's, he's uh, so you know Burgess Meredith? Happen? Yeah, the thing, is gonna, the thing that's gonna happen is, and I hate it. I hate it right now. I am gonna end up liking the guy. That's the thing. <laughs> because he's so ridiculous. Come on, you gotta love the God. caterpillar. Oh no! See, yeah, the caterpillar is amazing. Stop. The caterpillar is amazing. A man that size is able to move like that. He can't walk well, but he can do that. I'll tell caterpillar you, my, my first experience with Velveteen Dream, I was like, I do not like this guy. I yeah. don't like this over the top the way he does this. But I freaking love the guy now. So like, mm-hmm. I can see it already happening. But God, I hate those. This time next year, top of Chris's list is going to be Dozer. <laughs> That's another good list to do, though. Wrestlers we didn't like at the beginning that we like now. Maybe we should come with a list of our least favorite wrestlers. <laughs> just the most popular guys that we just hate. Who who do you think you can't stand? And you don't ever think you there's nothing that could happen where like you you you'd be surprised if a year from now you're saying I'd be you like absolutely them. shocked if somebody improved to the point where I would be For like me, he's it's one of my favorites. Gender. Oh God! <laughs> that like, would be I can't, that's a good I one. can't see me cheering for him at all. What about Ambrose? Yeah, I know you don't like Ambrose or Ember. I told you if we did the if we did the whole heel thing where he comes out and he's pissed at Rollins for whatever and he yeah. turns on Rollins, I would like him. I would like that aspect. I'd like to see him as like the mad dog, unchanged, just beating people up. But trying to be the good guy with the way he just kind of like bounces around the ring with his like shoulders up between his ears and like it just doesn't. He's got a little too much of a a stoner attitude too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the one, ride along, the ride along where, where he starts naming off all he kinds just of French fries and stares into the <laughs> into nothingness and just starts listing French fries or yeah. types of potatoes. How do they, potatoes. That's what it was. How do how do he and Renee Young not have their own show? <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's out there. I would love to see what he just thinks about on a normal yeah, day. Yeah, in, in, uh, for real, I like the guy. I yeah. think he's a cool guy. He seems like a good, like he's good. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the way he stalks around the ring. I want to see him in, and... in a ride along with Nakamura. There's just two weird guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that's got to be the most awkward conversation. And like I he doesn't understand it. what he's saying. <laughs> so, and I just thought just of the greatest thing, even though he doesn't know what he's saying. He's just talking and, and saying. His own here's the greatest. Here's 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 a show right here. That we're gonna call Freddie on this one. All right, it's not. It's a ride along, but instead of a car, it says you know those things they have in like Chinatown where, where a guy's pulling you. The rickshaw. A rickshaw. So it's those two in the rickshaw, but the guy pulling them is Dozer. <laughs> oh no! Oh, and and once in a while he shoots back up. That's a good one there, Naki. <laughs> he just throws one liners as he waddles yeah. people from location. I'd watch that. I'd watch that show over and over again. I'm not gonna lie. You guys are really trying to make me like Dozer, dude. <laughs> I don't want to force him down your throat because I know how you are with that. But I just love the guy. He's so different and weird that I enjoy it. Oh man, that's hilarious. I I as much as I'd love to see him pulling a rickshaw, I think having Dozer drive people around in a bulldozer, like they sit in the bucket in front. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> I just thought of I just thought the rickshaw would be better because we could see him walk and run a little bit. <laughs> I just like the fact that Dozer is a human cube. He's he's equal yes. on all sides. <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> he's got to be like the toughest action figure to make. Oh no! You just repurpose those old rubber action figures from the old WWF days. <laughs> kind of looks like one of those. Dogs. He looks like a real life rubber <laughs> junkyard like dog, wrestler. like yeah. action figure. Yeah, he looks like a thumb wrestler. Remember when you put those little things on your thumbs? He looks oh, like yeah. a thumb wearing wrestling trunks. Yep. <laughs> it lo- he looks. <laughs> He's amazing. He looks like his mom's womb was a square. <laughs> like he was Play-Doh squished out in that shape. <laughs> Oh, you, oh, okay. I thought you meant like her womb was like not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's womb was lame. Your mom's womb was a square. Oh, man. Uh, so there you go, guys. Harley Kayfabe. There's a couple of our lists. Johnny, you want to pull up yes. Chuck Taylor? Let's end the show reading a Chuck Taylor tweet. All right. Well, uh, stall for me then. So uh, this is the new layout. We're going to talk about anything we want. We'll mm-hmm. shoot. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, um, riff we'll riff on some stuff we're thinking about doing some commentary stuff so we may do episodes where you'll have to watch uh live events or youtube you know matches and we'll you'll hear us actually be the commentators yeah. uh it should be fun so this is i like the way harley harley kayfabe is gonna go though because uh, listen there are trillions of shows that wrap up what happened in the week mm-hmm. um, and we could do it but i gotta be honest man trying to squeeze in making sure i watched all the episodes and figure out what my talking points were gonna be yeah, yeah i'm just lazy it's or it's, i just have a lot of shows yeah i mean there's so many so many podcasts that we're working on and you know so so much time in the day so it, it only makes sense to do something that's not based on time limits yeah exactly <laughs> for we, our own yeah. sanity we talk about what, what we want to talk about yeah, it, that's right. I mean, if something crazy happens in wrestling, obviously we're going to talk about it, you know, up up to date. But exactly. And if you guys want to tell us what you want to hear, uh, it doesn't matter what you want to hear. <laughs> that's that's what we like. That's going to be our gimmick for our show: is that we just insult our listeners <laughs> all the time. We're the heels of <laughs> wrestling. Bunch of stupids. <laughs> Stupid idiots! Look at that ear. So. See that ear there listening to us? What an idiot ear! All right, so you want to uh, end on this Chucky T quote? <laughs> Your ear has hair. Uh, yeah, I think it's good for us. So uh, I'm out. Chris Chavez, has nothing else left to say. And I'm Johnny Townsend. And for Chuck Taylor, I'm going to leave you with this. I left part of a quesadilla and four beers in a hotel fridge in San Antonio. So don't act like I haven't sacrificed anything for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>